It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and thank you for being with me today. What I'm going to talk about, which I think a number of people are talking about today, uh, being it, it being very occurrent, is all of the things that happened at the Oscars. And, of course, from a sexuality standpoint, there's plenty that got covered at the Oscars, uh, least of which being, of course, Lady Gaga's uh, performance of Until It Happens to You, Till It Happens to You, based on the um, hunting game, the documentary, And interestingly enough, uh, Jamie King came out, who is another actress, came out and posted on Instagram today about being a survivor and saying that she's so thankful that she listened to her own instincts and did not make this be a cover story, yet it was something that started happening to her at 12. And she's now 36. And I will tell you, for you know, when I look at the people who have dealt with this, with rape, with attacks, whether it is in the military, whether it is, you know, in a college environment, whether it is in high school, whether it is harassment on a bus going to school, it impacts every single part of someone's life because it literally has them not feel safe. And... It also is a complete, you know, it's, a, it's an abandonment of their own feeling of safety and not knowing who they can trust. So I applaud Lady Gaga for that and the 20 or so uh, survivors who came onto the stage and stood behind her right after it was, right after they were, um, she completed the song. And then, of course, we cannot overlook that the best picture, Spotlight. And for those who don't know the story behind Spotlight, it, well, I think most people would have an idea. It is about the Catholic Church's cover-up in the uh, Boston area of a particular priest that they flat-out knew was a pedophile, and they just kept moving him from one place to another place to another place, and that was... The priest's name was David Hawley. But the story behind this is one of courage and one of never stopping and also realizing that because there wasn't anyone else that the person, the the young boy could talk to, his name was Phil uh, Saviano. He 
didn't even realize he was very ill. And as he put it, he said, if I had not, he said, I was sick. He said, I was really sick. He said, being a gay man and having AIDS, he said, you basically were considered nothing. And please remember, I volunteered for 10 years on the AIDS ward here in uh, Los Angeles at Cedar sinai And I can assure you, these people, prior to being able to get uh, medication that was something that would help increase their T-cell counts, basically build back up their immunity, they, it really was an absolute death sentence. Anyway, Phil Saviano was getting ready for his final Christmas, and he decided, you know, I'm going to look for a new recipe. So he gets out the newspaper, opens it up, and sees this tiny little article that states that there is um, a particular, it was in the Boston Globe, that there was a priest who had, you know, um, was now being brought forward because of a, um, a number of other cases. Now, this guy had done this in places in Texas, in New Mexico, and they, they, what the Catholic Church had done is just keep moving him around. Now, because he was 12 years old when this started, I mean, he was trapped. I mean, he, he couldn't tell his parents. And all of a sudden, one day, this priest was gone. And, I mean, he was just, Saviano was like, thank goodness. It was kind of like uh, Father Holly left Douglas, which was where he had been, and nobody knew why or where he had gone. But when Saviano opens up the metro section and the story talks about the priest, David Holly, who years before had held the position at the church that he had been at, and as he said, it was a life-changing moment. And it was the day when all the bells and whistles went off for him, and he suddenly realized how naive he had been in assuming he was the only one that, that, that he had done this to. And what is also posted in this article are letters where David Hawley is CC'd, where it's the you know, the, the bishop of Worcester, two different bishops, who are writing, you know, letters are being written to them saying, listen, we cannot keep this guy here. However, they never say anything about the boys who have been abused, and they also didn't say anything about um, ta- taking him out of the church, period. So what happened is it was not until there was, um, he had gone forward, Saviano had gone forward, to media to get something going forward. But as he said, by this time, a gay man with AIDS, and my reputation was pretty well shot. But he finally, you know, despite the fact that there was growing evidence and that these letters went all the way up to the Vatican, Santiano could not get any local media interest. And there was one, the Associated Press did write one thing, and the Globe did write a handful of stories, but it wasn't until... 2001, and it was an installation of a new editor named Marty Barron, who was a Jew from Miami who had no ties to the powerful Massachusetts Catholic lobby. So in other words, the Catholic lobby could not push his buttons or could not go after something else. And he took it up with gusto, and that's when the whole storyline behind Spotline is based on, I mean, the, the essence of it is that also at that time, that was when 9-11 occurred. So 
he ends up, you know, the, the story detailing the abuse really wasn't published until January 2002. But for Phil Saviano, when the best picture was awarded to Spotlight, he was up on the stage with him. He was a tall, slim man uh, standing at the back, and he's up there, you know, being, he's, uh, I think it's Mark uh, Ruffalo has his hand on his shoulder. He's standing behind Michael Keaton. And but this is the man who went through this. And as he said, if he hadn't had AIDS, and here's the thing, the Catholic Church did try and buy him off for the worldly sum of $12,500. I mean, are you kidding me? Then they tried to say they wanted to, and that was with no, that was not with an NDA and non-disclosure. Then they wanted to pay him fifteen thousand dollars with a non-disclosure where he couldn't talk about it. I'm I'm sorry. This is the Catholic Church. Really, is deserving what it's getting at this point. And I think once we have, you know, the darkness come, you know, the light, you know, shines on the darkness. That's when we get a lot. That's when we start to heal. And that's what Saviano said, is that this is now where he was not going to be the only one. He would be, you know, that, that the others, the emotional toll that it would take. But he said, um, and by the way, Father David Hawley was sentenced in 1993 for um, to, uh, uh, up to 275 years in prison on eight molestation counts. Then he was granted parole in 11 years later, in 2004, but the decision got rescinded because his victims had not been notified of the hearing. And as a result of this blunder, it cost the head of the New Mexico Parole Board his job. So Holly was put back into jail, and he died behind bars in 2008. And the Catholic Church, not taking responsibility for knowing about, as they say in his letters, what his problem was. I mean, they kept saying, you know, we we deal with, you know, maybe he can successfully deal with his problem so that he can t- continue a useful priestly ministry in the service to the church. He never changed one iota. So if we are looking, you know, I, I was reading another article that, uh, uh, why can't I think of his name, Piers Morgan, wrote, and he said, you know, if I wanted to, you know, look at, talk about rape or be harangued about racism, rape, sex abuse, greedy bankers, global warning, and gay rights, um, he said I would have gone into politics, but, and I agree that, you know, this is, uh, you know, in essence about being entertained, but it is also very powerfully about what is topical and what is also impacting a lot of people. And the the fact that, you know, the, the greedy bankers, one of the things that I see because I do so much work with people on a really personal and intimate level, you just wait. There's going to be stuff happening in this world that is going to be so amazing, and yet we aren't really seeing it in the, in the you know, full-time media because we have people who are controlling the media. So it's things like articles being written on the Internet from people who are willing to put their necks out there and say, hey, this has got to be spoken about. But as Saviano said, if he hadn't been so sick and 
he, you know, his lawyer was trying to tell him, just take the money, and he was being told, you have two weeks to live. And I remember that. But he said, look, this is, I'm, I'm going to stand up, and I'm not the only one who's dealt with this. And then we saw so much love for people who were getting their rewards. And the, the expression of people when, my goodness, finally, you know, my joy, my dream, everything comes true. Now, we're coming up to my first break here. And when I come back, I'm going to return for some more Oscar stuff. And then I'm going to talk about keeping male fertility intact. Please stay with me. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Day has been celebrated in different ways around the world. In Italy, one tradition suggests that the first man a single woman sees on Valentine's Day was the man she would eventually marry. What's a word for the first person you see after you leave the house in the morning? A qual tag. In South Africa, some women pin the name of their love interest on their shirt sleeves, following an ancient Roman tradition known as Lupercalia. This is how South African men learn of their secret admirers. In America, it is widely believed that if women don't receive a gift of candy, flowers, or a card from their guy on Valentine's Day, he's probably going to get dumped. This is usually the cause for a charrette or an 11th hour effort by men to buy their woman a Valentine's gift. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Military Network Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, bringing you dynamic interviews each week and fresh information of value to improve your outlook, actions, and encourage each member of your family. From service members, wounded warriors, veterans, military spouses, caregivers, parents, and children, everyone serves, and together we can make a difference. You can find our show at our website, www.militarynetworkradio.com and at toginetradio.com forward slash military network radio. Everyone serves and together we make a difference. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And just to, you know, I think that if we look at, from an entertainment standpoint, some of the best stuff that came forward, here we have Sam Smith, who... He gets his Oscar for the, you know, the song and, you know, maybe reports a little, you know, uh, too quickly that indeed he's the first openly gay man to win an Oscar, which is not true, but he's gone through a lot of stuff in the last little while, like a lot. 
and the, the weight loss is profound. He looks great. And what I also saw was, let's just look at the movie Carol. Carol was about 1950s, two women falling in love from two very different places. The character that Eddie Redmayne played, he is showing that he's, uh, you know, the transition, and, you know, lo and behold, his, you know, his, um, the woman who's supporting actress wins as the who plays his wife. So their, their love and about what goes through. Now, I think that people think that, you know, everyone's just going on and on about transgender. You know what? It's something that is there. It's always been there, and now it's being spoken about a little more honestly. I very much support the Jennifer Lawrence and is it Lena Dunham who are basically saying, look, we should be being paid equal amounts for what we do as opposed to getting half of what someone who has testicles gets. That's just absurd. I mean, this is 2016, right? The love that Leonardo DiCaprio has for his mom, I think that's just great. But what we see in the Oscars, yeah, we see things that aren't, you know, that make us sort of cringe, but they also show that there's something good that can come out of it as well. So, the, you know, talking about Dr. Luke and the Kisha saying that, you know, this is something, until you are in that really vulnerable position of someone who has a lot of power over you, there's, you may not know what it's like to have that happen to you. But please understand, when she sang that song, Till It Happens to You, she wasn't joking. So let's just go. I, I do like Chris Rock's stuff with the uh, Girl Guide cookies, you know, and the woman who he upstaged in, where is it, in Englewood, New Jersey, where his kids are. But he also, I love Chris Rock's comment when people say, well, I'm looking after my kid, and his comment is, you're supposed to look after your kids. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. But he did have, I thought he had some good points that he made. And also, <clears throat> he addressed straight on, look, you know, black insider, this. And sometimes people didn't get it. Sometimes they did. So now another thing that I looked at is I saw, I was reading another article on uh, sperm quality. And last week I did a number of things in the area of talking about bisphenol A, aluminum, the impact on male fertility. Um, and particularly, what I spoke about was the impact of aluminum for uh, parents vaccinating their boys. Because we do not know. Here's the thing. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I, mean, I have a hard sciences background. When I read that we now have you know, peer review magazines that are being written to tell you about reproductive toxicology, I swear to God, that just makes me put my hand on my head that there's that much research in this area, and there is. So <clears throat> one of the things I happened to listen to this morning was an article. Uh, I was reading some stuff, and there's a gentleman by the name of Jeremy Johnson. And Jeremy is spelled J-E-R-O-M-Y Johnson. And it's a TED Talk. 
And what he's talking about is the impact of electronic magnetic frequencies, the EMFs coming off of cell phones, coming off of laptops, coming off of wireless, and how for people who are being, this is, you know, upsetting their entire system, that it is something that we have to become well aware of. So what he did, he happened to live in San Francisco, and he all of a sudden started getting powerful headaches, and not only powerful headaches, but um, insomnia, feeling nauseous, couldn't concentrate, was exhausted all day, and couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, what had happened is in his building, they had installed what they called smart meters. Now, smart meters are meters that send constantly feedback to a regulatory agency, whether it is for gas or electric or, you know, water, whatever it is, but it's a meter that is constantly feeding back the information so that they know how to charge, but it's constant. And he went below his unit and discovered that, lo and behold, he was, his room was right above a bank of probably 60 smart meters. Now, what happens in this instance is you can be feeling just fine and all of a sudden you feel like crap. Now, the other thing with these EMFs that people have to know about is the impact on male fertility. And do excuse me, my system has just shut down, so I'm rebooting. Now, what they look at is that the, an unbel- you know, the thing that is so amazing about this is that the FCC is the thing that controls the wireless lobby, or, you know, the wireless lobby goes and talks to the FCC. And, but here's the other thing. The wireless lobby spends money to put together studies for the FCC. And what we know is that currently the FCC regulations are based on uh, scientific research that was 20 years old in addition to which, and we know how much stuff has changed in the last 10 years, much less 5 years, much, much less 18 months. And that, but also, the concept of 50 years ago science is also the thing that's the basis for the FCC. So when we're looking at the impact of wireless technology, right now the World Health Organization is saying that it is likely that wireless technology is carcinogenic. Now, they have also stated that if you are using a mobile phone, you should have it at least an inch away from your body, not in direct contact. And they show the impact of it on a child's head, you know, a teenager's head, and an adult's head. And it's literally like, you know, cooking parts of your brain. So when there's a, a study that was put together by Dr. Henry Lay, and he's at the University of Washington. And when he looks at studies saying whether or not there is an impact of the electronic magnetic frequencies coming off of, of the, the um, for either from microwave towers, from the smart meters, from the phones, he finds that, you know, this kind of like a 50-50 blend on what's, uh, is there a, a, an impact, is there not, 
are they okay, they're not okay. But what he also showed is that if you, um, if it was an independent study, 70% of them found that there were negative impacts physiologically. However, if it were funded by the industry, understandably, they would say that the industry said that there was only a 32% chance. Now, any of you, if you've ever listened to anything that I, that I talk about, one of the most important things we can do about our health and our sexual health is be an informed consumer because you have to look at who's writing about it, who funded it, what are the things that they're talking about. So, for example, when you look at something that is a GMO and you know that Monsanto or Cargill funded this study, well, you know that you're not going to get accurate information. We finally have all of the, you know, people are now well aware that the tobacco industry is, is fraught with dishonesty and manufactured sham studies. And that same thing is happening here in this area for when it comes to the EMF. So what we also, you know, but here's the other thing. When I was listening to his TED Talk, again, this is Jerome, J-E-R-O-M-Y, pardon me, not Jerome, Jeremy uh, Johnson, I'm listening for the impact on infertility because here, what, what do you think happens when men are carrying their phone? They're often carrying it right down by their in their pelvic area. and Or if they're in a car, they're sitting on it, so they're basically sort of, you know, microwaving their testicles, not bright. But what they also look at is, you know, it, they literally do say now, keep it an inch away from your body. Do not stick it in your pants. They, then they have a, a Haifa, uh, uh, I think it's called Technicon University in Haifa, Israel. And this is a study uh, put in the Journal of Reproductive Biomedicine. And it was looking at the impact of having your cellular phone in the pelvic area and the sperm quality. Now, I've spoken about this. There, uh, we have a fertility crisis in this country and in other industrialized countries. People are not able to get pregnant. And it is a not only the, the quality of the sperm is not there, but I, and last week I said I would look at what is happening, and I went on to the reproductive toxicology. I knew B, bisphenol A impacted testicular tissue. Does it do the same thing for uterine tissue? And guess what? It does. So it really behooves you to go and look at what you're putting on your body, in your body. When we come back, I'll go to more of the Haifa research, and I'll be back right after this. Take care. Here come the tunes. This 
is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Many of us look forward to the holidays all year long. It is such a magnificent opportunity to get together with family and friends and decorate and give gifts and eat the most delicious food. But numerous people dread the holidays. As far as their weight, health, and exercise are concerned, they know they'll have so much temptation and chances to derail their healthy lifestyle. Many just resolve themselves into thinking that gaining weight over the holidays is a fact and there is no way to avoid it. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to embrace the holidays. Have a plan before you go to any dinner, party, or event and decide what you're going to eat and stick with it. Yes, there will be temptation, but you can overcome it. Stay with the plan and reap the benefits. You can contact us at fitnessminute at annettehammond.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Before the, uh, as my little advert says, and by the way, I, my new website, I'm working on getting all of the things up and running. Any questions you have, please let me know. You can get a hold of me at office at loopadget.com. And the important thing for me is that I hear from you what it is you need information about, and, and I'll go and get it. I, as an example, yesterday I was having a conversation with a gentleman, and we're talking about, you know, the EMS. And I said, he said, you know, I probably shouldn't have this in my pocket. And I said, you're absolutely right you shouldn't have it in your pocket. So one of the things, and he said, really? I said, yeah, really. The most important thing that you can be doing is the, the awareness. So as I say in my message, you know, in the, the interstitial thing, that it says, 
do, you know, what are some of the solutions that you can have? So when it comes to the EMFs, if you are someone who has a smart home where you have everything wireless all the way around you, I'm going to probably suggest that that's not going to be the best thing for your health. You're not going to be able to rest as well. And the the Jeremy uh, Johnson in his TED Talk was talking about, you know, here he is. He's up in the, you know, the Bay Area. Well, what do you think the Bay Area is? It is the, you know, it's the tech-converting place of the entire universe. So people who, when they first had smart homes where you could, like, check everything and do this and, you know, everything was set on one button over here, do this, he said these people would move into these beautiful homes. They were, like, the first adapters to use this stuff. And he said, and then they started calling me and telling me that they were so sick. And that was one of the things. So here's some of the solutions that he says for you if you were dealing with this. And he said as soon as he... I mean, he and his family had to move because of this bank of smart meters that were underneath the floor of where they lived. So, you know, keep it at least one inch away, the phone. Go to fiber optics. Go to something that isn't the the Wi-Fi projection. Get a timer. If you do have Wi-Fi, get a timer that turns your Wi-Fi off at night and just put it on a timer so that you don't have to worry about it, Okay. Then also he talks about what are we doing now with kids with all of them are sitting there with laptops, and do you see where their laptops are? They are right at the area of where their reproductive tissue is for the little girls, where their, where their ovaries are, and for the little boys, where their testes are. And so we're looking at these kids are getting irradiated constantly and... You know, this is a, you know, this this is, we're going to have a health crisis of reproduction that is going to go beyond belief if we aren't aware of it. The other thing that you can do is you can put your phone in um, into airplane mode. So that's also an option, and you can do that at any time. And if you are carrying your phone, just put it into airplane mode when, you know, if you have it in your pocket. But the important thing here is that you do have options and you do have ways to take care of your own health and that of your family and or friends. So, I mean, at one point someone asked me if I wanted to have, oh, here's another thing, those booster dishes that are supposed to boost the, you know, the um, signal coming into your home, when... In my house, I was one of the only houses on the street that had a that did not have one of those booster dishes, according to you know when I was calling about my my cable and my um, uh, telephone service. And she said, seriously, you are like one of the only homes. Well, what do you think that is? That's like shooting you know the EMS right at you. There also are products that you can wear that will interrupt EMS. And that's another option for you. What you can also do is, you know, is the more awareness you have of it, so it's not about having to get more Wi-Fi stuff that that is supposedly better. It may not be. As a matter of fact, it may really not be. Now, if you are dealing with the fertility issues and you've got 
boys, then I would recommend, as a parent, you look at the list of what is in the shots. You look at these shots, and you say, do I really need, do, you know, does my child really need a, an anthrax vaccine? Uh, probably not. Now, do you, you know, uh, rabies? Not likely. And the, you know, human papillomavirus? That was what I spoke about last week, where here we have the, uh, what is it, the American, what, are they, what do they call themselves? The American College of Pediatricians warning about the toxic effects of Gardasil, which basically is causing for many young women what they call POF, premature ovarian failure. So they're basically being chemically sterilized. We know that Vaccines have been used by the U.S. government in over 30 different instances. They've been caught using vaccines as a way to chemically sterilize populations, typically in Asia and Africa and dark-skinned communities. And what they do is they use a vaccine that they will put in it um, HCG, human chorionic gonadotrophin. And that's the thing that gets measured when you are pregnant. Your body creates that. So it's the thing that you have to know that if if you are not pregnant, you cannot, your body will not be producing PCS. What you can do, is, what they will do is they put that into the vaccine. What the vaccine then does is the woman's body mounts an immune response to the HCG, which in essence means she's not pregnant. So that means her body sees that as a foreign body. What then happens is once she gets pregnant and her body naturally is creating it, her body sees it as a foreign substance. So she cannot carry through to, um, she cannot maintain her pregnancy. Her body will see it as a foreign substance. So when I looked on the... Uh, reproductive toxicology, and looked at the impact of bisphenol A on ovarian growth. They are showing it at, you know, this is in a uh, mammalian study, so a mammal. Typically, they're mice or rats. And they found in um, what they call uh, one, which is that first generation, then generation two, generation three. The impact is in generation two and three. Now, we know that many of the things that a grandmother has eaten is the thing or consumed or been exposed to are the things that impact the health of her granddaughter because it impacts, you know, the fetus that's developing in her that then is the child that's going to be born of that of that pregnancy. So when people, you know, this, this young man yesterday, when I was telling him that, you know, you need to, you know, parents need to look out for the, the vaccines, the flu shots, the GMOs, the bisphenol A, the, you know, it will be, it, it, it's a range of things, but if you're not aware of them, it's going to be too late once someone is attempting to have children, and that's a that's such a huge issue right now. I mean, I, I talked about it last week, that we are, we are in a form of a crisis. And to me, there's a, you know, there's, there's a, an issue 
knowing, pharma knows that it's doing this to people. It absolutely does. And to not tell people, I mean, I can say that it's something that was, okay, they may call it that it's a depopulation program. It may very well be. It may be that there is a, another agenda somewhere else. What we can do, as I talked about before, every one of us has the ability to look for what works and what's good. And the more time you spend on the Internet looking at things that are of a negative nature, all you're doing is creating more negativity around you. And this is, that's unkind. That's unkind to you. And so if you want to have yourself have a soulful life, to have a life that has a relationship that has goodness in it, I mean, one of the things when you talk about Gottman, John Gottman, who has the Gottman Institute, and he looks at what is the number one behavior that will keep a relationship together or the, or the attitude that will pull it apart, and I have seen it time and time again, and it's contempt. And if someone is contemptuous, of their partner, chances are that is going to blow apart. Because, <clears throat> I mean, it's not that there aren't occasions when you know that the person did something in the category of you got to be kidding, and maybe they didn't cop to it, maybe they kind of fibbed about it. But the thing that you can do is go, okay, they're human, they made the mistake, they really are, you know, they really have good intentions. But if it gets to the point where, and I say one of the biggest things that will tell you that, that will keep your relationship together is respect. And to know that someone has your back is, and will not, you know, and the person who was one of the more recent big blow-up and contempt for her relationship was Wendy Dang, who had been married to Rupert Murdoch. And she was telling people how she was so crazy about, you know, the former British prime minister. And she was being disrespectful and contentious of her own relationship. Well, when Rupert Murdoch found out, it's like, listen, um, she didn't even know he was filing for divorce. It was just like that. Boom. Done, baby. So when we come back, I'll continue talking about things that are going to make your relationship stay together, those that you can work on yourself and those that you might be able to be your partner. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you. But it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. This is the TogiNet Radio Network, 
Radio with a cutting edge. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And please be sure to check out my new website, loupaget.com, L-O-U-P-A-G-E-T.com. And right after I finish the show today, I'm going to be jumping on with the web designer and making a few more changes. So anyways, as I was saying, it was Wendy Dang was being disrespectful for Rupert Murdoch with Tony Blair and, you know, lying about it. And it was his staff and his son who said, hey, look, you know, this is the stuff that's been going on. Well, boom, that was it. Now, when, you know, when things end between couples, you can either have it be highly contentious or you can have it just, you know, end and pull apart. But if you stay in the state of negative, that's all you're going to get is more negative. So here's the way to work on any relationship whether it's, and I just was dealing with something with an office, and I know the person, what I have to do is remind myself that I am only responsible for my reaction. This person is only going to be and respond the way they react, which invariably has comes from um, an angry standpoint. And I can either have myself be, you know, why are they like that? Or I can say, you know, that's the way they are, and I don't have to be around them uh, for, you know, constantly. But we also see that the attitude in any relationship, it sort of starts at the top and continues down to everyone who's there. I mean, we've seen offices where, and this is what's so great, when we talk about the law of attraction and what you bring in and what you want to create in your life, the moment that there's someone who comes into an environment who has what they would refer to as a higher vibrational level, and that's where you come from love. Now, there was something that Liam Neeson had posted saying, you know, someone said love hurts, and he said, he he reposted what another woman had said, and he said, no, love doesn't hurt. It's, you know, what hurts is being disrespected, is being ignored, is uh, these other things, but what love does is, is healing. It is very healing, and that's where we all come from. So if we have reminders 
throughout our day that we are entitled to feel good about ourselves. And the only person who can make you feel good is you. So if you've got someone in your life that whatever, however it is you want things to occur in your life, have them occur that way for you. If you want someone, and you know, if here's the thing. If someone isn't being respectful of what's being around you, respect yourself and eventually it will be something that that person will move away from you. You may have seen this happen in offices. You may have seen it happen in other relationships where all of a sudden, you know, someone comes into an office or comes into a job, they have a very different, you know, attitude about how they do things. They're very positive. They're working on things. Invariably, there's people who all of a sudden start abandoning ship, and it's that they can't be around that. But then there will be other people that will come in, and we've seen it so many times in business, in contracts, in working with someone, and it's the same thing in your personal relationships, your sexual relationships. You have the ability to create your future as you want it, not as somebody else wants, because... If you're doing what somebody else wants, ergo, you're not having your own voice. And no one knows your voice better than you. Do you start your day with a positive feeling about yourself? Or do you just sort of drag out of bed? And by the way, make sure you check your place and and look for what's happening with EMFs. Look and see if they're around you. Because think about what's around us now. You go everywhere and there's... Wi-Fi set up, so we're being impacted constantly. And for people who are really sensitive to it, there's lots of places literally where they can't go anymore, you know, going into hotels that are like sort of bathed in Wi-Fi. But let's go back to you taking care of you and your relationship. How many times a day do you think a nice thought about yourself or your partner? Now, and this could be a business partner, could be a personal partner. And that, you, your thoughts and clarity of vision create your future. No one else is going to do it, period. Do you look for new opportunities between the two of you? Hmm? Do you look at things you would like to do? I talked about this, future. Do you look at travel you'd like to do? Do you look at... You know, planning, you know, putting together that complete dream board of I want to have healthy children, that we build this future together, we have this, we... And as soon as you start thinking it, and as soon as you think it for 17 seconds, things start moving. When you keep thinking for about it for 68 seconds, believe you me, the universe is already listening. And isn't that fun? Now, here's the thing. You have to keep the focus. So have visual reminders around you of what you want. Do you have a picture of, you know, lovers hugging one another or of a, you know, uh, a trip or a golf course that you'd like to go and visit? Do that for yourself. Do you want to travel to Italy? Um, I'm just noticing this article saying, you know, do it through. Italians really need a Starbucks. And they're trying to open a Starbucks in Milan with um, the Italian retail network, Percassi. And I'm just going to use as an example, who didn't inform them of 
what culturally happens in Italy. They had a product that they were wanting to introduce into Italy. And gosh, this would have been about eight or ten years ago. And the whole theme behind it was it makes things faster, quicker, easier. You don't have to you know, clean as long. It'll be all of these things. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. What they had absolutely, I mean, in which I think who did not do the work to figure out with a focus group, one of the number one things for Italian housewives is the more time they spend cleaning and ironing, they iron underwear, they ironed, you know, that is something that is very important for them. So trying to cut corners and skip what is for them a way of taking care of their home, they just simply wouldn't do it because it's a, you know, it's a, I'm not being as attentive to my household as I want to. I could not believe that they developed this product, got it all the way over there, were trying to get it sold, and no one would buy it, but they hadn't done their initial homework. Now, if any of you want to have a really good giggle when it comes to listening to political things, again, John Oliver just hit it out of the park this past weekend. It is showing the duplicity of what Donald Trump is going forward with in his messages. It's like doublespeak. He's saying one thing here, then he says another thing over here. And he, you know, Oliver has the information right there. It's, you can find it, it, you should be able to find it anywhere on Facebook. And what we're really looking for is someone that will be honest. And we're not finding that. We're not finding that with Hillary. I mean, this is a woman who really should be jailed given all the things that she's done, from Benghazi to the emails to the, the I, I will not go into detail, but and the fact that she keeps acting like this isn't an issue, I'm like, at what point of reality do you not pay attention to your world? So we have a world that's got a lot of upheaval in it, but I'm telling you, as I said before at the beginning of the show, things are changing. We are changing in a world that has never had as many things that will change as dramatically, seamlessly. People's lives will be so much better. We will no longer be debt-ridden the way that we are, whether it's countries, whether it's people. And this is something that we have, I mean, when people talk about wanting a world that has love and peace in it, that's what we're headed for. We really are. And I would like people to know that you have the ability to create that in a way that will probably shock you. That if you find something that resonates for the the kindness, love, I mean, we look, we can't, every person is different and unique, yet we are all from the same place. We're all from spirit and essence, and we come from love. And that's something that we often overlook, is that, and this is the thing, I've, I've spoken about this before, going into the the, the uh, airport, going into a public place, and smiling and looking at people completely changes. I mean, I do it when I go into the grocery store. And it's a grocery store I've never been in. Chances are I will never see these people again. But it is something that it's so easy to make another person 
feel good. I mean, as I've talked about before, why do you think the cat videos and the pet videos are so massively popular online? Because they warm our hearts. The, you know, people coming back from service and finding, you know, seeing their, their family or whomever it may be, and it just, they go out of their mind. They're so excited. So when I'm, I'm going to be doing the book, the e-book, on the talk, I've done, you know, part of the outline already, and it's the important thing here is that the more comfortable you are with any topic that you're talking about, and particularly for parents, you know, it's a bit of a minefield out there, to put it mildly, but what you need to have is the confidence to be able to have the conversation and be clear that you and your value system are one of the most powerful things that you have to guide your children with. Again, if you have any questions about the sexuality, about transgender, about funding for sexual studies, for anything, in any area of sexuality, you know, I am happy to be a resource for you. And if I'm not the person, I can point you in the right direction and I can give you the right person. I'm looking for that right now for a woman who wants to put things together. And I know she doesn't know my field the way I do, but I'm happy to do this because the important thing is is that when you are an expert in an area, one of your responsibilities is to share it. So for those of you who have your expertise in whatever your area may be, if it's raising children or raising bees or whatever it may be, do it with love and do it with support and take care of yourself first. You're the insider secret that will make things happen. Take care and have a blessed week. you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 